Previously on the Simon and Ross podcast. They weren't thinking, oh, we're going to use red curtains because in 12 years, students will start talking about what they mean. They were just doing it because it looked nice at the time. I think that's bollocks. That's what my research <laughs> found. Because Oh, so you, were, so you were wrong then? I was wrong, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is number four. <laughs> Clue, fact, or yeah. plot? Yes, but please. Not marrying a void. Facts. Budget was 12 mil. Okay. Oh, that's that Simon's type of clue, that. <laughs> budget, budget 12 mil. They made 160. Back to the future. No. <laughs> I think we've spoke about this film. I think you hated it. All right. Okay. That's good. Um, the film's based on a true story. A man's daughter was killed in 1991 in America and he placed loads of signs on the road, which the director then drove past and wrote the plot. Taken. No. <laughs> okay. Film. Oh, uh, um, uh, th- three billboards. Of? That place. Ebbing, Missouri. Correct. That's it. Did oh, we so- speak about this one? Yeah, we did. We did. But I'll let you yeah, talk about I'll let you talk about it first. That's number four. Ross seems lost. Never heard of it. Okay. It, uh, um, it, it won did it didn't it win loads of Oscars when it when it Yeah, it won loads of awards. Best yeah. actor, best actress, best I think a ghost just went past you, <laughs> A ghost with toast. <laughs> that was uh <laughs> Kay the Kay the pizza ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um you kind of hovered past with a plate of carbohydrates. <laughs> yeah, they won Miley like Boston. best actor, best actress, best everything. Um, yeah. The plot is basically for Ross. Um, for me, it was made for me. Yeah. You know, a woman's daughter is murdered, and nothing, nothing gets done. So after a few months. The mum pays for three billboards to be put up. One that three, says, three or three billboards. Three. So it's called the Claire. three billboards of Ebbing, Ebbingdon, Ebbing, Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, it's a good name. The Roll three the billboards tongue. of Ebbingdon, Missouri. Yeah, it's, it's an awful. Off the title is awful. Ebbing, comma Missouri. Yeah. Ebbing, Ebbing, Missouri. It's a yeah. fake place, not right. Missouri, but Ebbing. Um, and she gets these three billboards put up. One says raped while dying. The next one, as you keep driving, says, and still no arrests. And then the last one says, how come Chief Willoughby? And because of that, she gets loads of hate from the town. The town hate her, she hates them. And it's pretty much just a huge back and forth between this town versus this mum who's lost her daughter. But it throughout the film, it flashes back to the mum with the daughter and how they had a relationship or a bad relationship. And loads of stuff happens. But it's like a comedy... Drama. It's comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, uh, it's a weird film. It's the way you I, described it. Then I just take a bit, but but it's a comedy. Yeah, I can I can carry on. So it's a comedy, <laughs> and a police officer walks into a building, goes upstairs, beats a guy, and then throws him out a window. Still a comedy. Well, that happens in Ace Ventura. That's fine. Um, the police station 
she ends up burning the police station because she thinks no one's in there, but a police officer's in there and he gets like third degree burns across 70% of his body. Still a comedy. <laughs> um, the N-word is used a lot. Still a comedy. <laughs> yeah, bad boys. Uh, Peter Dinklage is in it. All right. He gets mocked for being a midget. Still a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> There's your screenshot. Um, okay. I think you'd enjoy it, to be honest. I, th- I think you would. Uh, Sam Rockwell's in it. Um, who's yeah, he won it. like Best Supporting yeah. Actor. I think he probably is the best thing in it. Um, Woody, Francis Mort Domond. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. He's the he's Chief Willoughby. That's right. That's right. What's so, um, up? You want to Google on this shit? It's such a weird story. Yeah. So yeah, Harrison plays the chief who's dying at uh, billboards in Ebbing. It is it is the worst title of any movie ever made. It is. <laughs> it's awful. As is that site. <laughs> it's called it's called three billboard billboards outside Ebbing. Same thing. <laughs> three billboards outside Ebbing. It's got eight point two. Comma Missouri. Are you doing the video as well, Sai? Yeah, I might not for this one. <laughs> yeah, I found when I was writing my list. Drama. Yeah, most of my films aren't because I think they're great films. It's just like the. The, the time in life I was when I watched them or where I watched them that made me remember them all the time and think they're really good. Well, that, that's Matthew good. Gives that a watch. That's nah, good. You'd like it. You'd like it. <laughs> is it shit? No, nah, it's not. Um, I, I think the problem is, uh, Gage had told me for weeks and weeks and weeks that it's the best film he'd I ever hyped seen it up. His, that's like, the problem. his entire life. Simon was uh, expecting Die Hard 5. I, I was. Well, no, that that was awful. <laughs> but, I, didn't, uh, I didn't know there was one. Yeah, of course there is. Uh, his son. Yeah, oh, that was the worst one of the lot. Um, but no, I, I was expecting... I was a masterpiece. Expect, I was, yeah, and, and, and it, it just isn't. But if he'd have not spent three weeks building it up to be this most amazing thing, and, yeah. and, and this was before the Oscars, but it was already hotly tipped for... Oscars and, and so I thought it, it's going to be good and you look at the cast and you think well the cast is is good I think the problem is that it it isn't it isn't one thing or the other and not that that should matter it either should be a very serious film or a ridiculous like slapstick comedy it has elements of of all of it all the way through um, you know especially the bit like Gage said where the, the police officer is thrown through the window it is all quite silly it's very silly at points isn't it um, yeah but it's an incredibly serious story, um, you know, and some pretty not nice things happen in the film, but it is a comedy, sort of, but it's not. And yeah. I think I think that's the problem. Maybe, again, second or third time watching it, once you know it's like that, probably it's better. But... Also, if you get offended easily, you'll hate it. I don't get offended easily, Gage. No. There's, like, there's a bit where, like, Harrison's character um, offs himself. Spoiler. the correct way. Offs um, himself, kills himself, or tosses yeah. himself off. Nah, he he, he ends oh. it. <laughs> he act like shoots himself. But All if, right. Before he does that, he leaves a letter for the main actress, pretty much just saying he's paid for the billboards to go on for longer, just because he knows the town will give her abuse, thinking she's paying for them. And it's just proper because his family are like upset and hate her because they think she's caused him to kill himself. But yet it turned out it was him the whole time who paid for them to stay up. So it's like weird things like that that 
are very hit and miss. Some bits are great. Some bits you're like, oh, that didn't need to be in there. That's why some people, like I've spoken to a lot of people about it. Some people hate it. Some people think it's there. And then some people love it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to watch it and form my own opinion, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think, think we're going to do an episode at some point where we're going to pick maybe like, you know, five films from five guests or something yeah. like that. And... That'll yeah. be good. I think I'm biased as well because I watched it the first time at a film festival in Poland. Oh, so, <laughs> so it was very similar to why I think Lighthouse is so good. Because I was at an how many film festivals in Poland I've been to. Stopped going after a while, got bored. <laughs> very I've been to one. <laughs> yeah, I think film titles just it, got worse and worse. Because <laughs> I watched it in a theatre, like a huge theatre with like 20,000 people, and it was a comedy. 20,000 people? Yeah, it was like a huge event. Like there was loads of people. They they did in Glastonbury, isn't it? They did it in like. um, There's less people of St. Aerosmith. There was there was twenty people there. (laughs) It was it was like um, just like ten thousand capacity of Hyde Park, isn't it? There were just twenty people. It was five by five, and there were just mirrors on either side just to fill you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a huge theatre. So when something happened, and I might not have found funny if I watched it on my own in my in my bedroom. Because other people laughed. That's now hilarious to me. Yeah, I know what you mean. I had I had, I had that with them. Um, I went to see uh <laughs> I went to the cinema when I was when I was studying in Derby and I went to cinema to see the Tintin movie. And uh and I was like hysterically laughing at some parts that I would not have been if I was sat watching it on my own. And it was like there was one bit where it proper tickled because there's a lot of people in the room laughing and I got, proper got the giggles and it was literally at one point in the film in Tintin, this delivery guy has been looking for him for ages and he keeps missing him. And he finally manages to get him, to, to give him a parcel. And he just rocks up all out of breath and he's been after him for fucking ages. And he goes, oh, it's like, oh, finally, finally I found you. He goes, a parcel for a Mr. Tin. Tin? <laughs> that, that's the joke. <laughs> and I was, for some reason, I was buckled for about 20 minutes. <laughs> but if I was sat watching it on my own, I wouldn't have even acknowledged it. It's been like, all right, yeah, funny. But it is it is quite a funny film, the Tintin film. It just it just didn't do as well as I think they thought it was going to. No. Uh, I think it was going to go on to they were going to do see, but I mean it's Steven Spielberg directed it, didn't he? Mm. It was written by um, Joe Cornish and Edgar Wright as well. Um, so Shaun of the Dead and uh, Attack the Block and things like that. So it, the 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 sort of pedigree in it is quite a good film, uh, and it. It is quite a good film. It just didn't. Uh, I just don't think it did. Mm. It's a bit of a shame, really. But I, I agree with you. With there are certain films that you watch, and it, not only dep- very often if you're at the cinema with other people, sometimes you do take the cues from other people laughing, don't you? Yeah. And, and sometimes, especially if you're watching, you know, if you're watching your own on a train or something or an iPad, I think sometimes some of the jokes are missed off you because it's only you that's watching it. I think if you're in a cinema, it's like the group mentality, isn't it? That's where canned laughter came from. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. why Keenan and Kel seems funny. <laughs> Keenan goes, ah, oh, here it goes. Everyone goes, ah. And you go, Keenan, eh? What's your like? <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, I think, and it is, it is well, it's like, canned, like you say, canned laughter. It's, oh, it's uh, Kel. It's Kel that does the ah, oh, here it goes. Sorry, right, I had to correct right. myself there. All right. So stop the podcast. No, I think uh, it's just got proper biased on my mind because I experienced it with thousands of people. Yeah. And then there's like a, 
and then there was a talk afterwards with the um, cinematographer and director. So I like it's like this completely different experience that you don't get when you just watch a film normally. So it's yeah, it's definitely. I don't think it would be anyone else's top five, but it's just. Like, I think if we watched it together, you would have enjoyed it a bit more. Uh... If we had, if I hadn't spoke about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It is always the danger, and Ross has had a go at me before because it's very often when someone's going on about a film so much and they tell me how great it is, I will very often avoid it because... Unless it's Gage, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) It takes me weeks, though. Yeah. Um, But but with Gage, I just watch it to shut him up and to say that I've seen it. Um, and, and that was definitely one of those that about to peer pressure and it just didn't live up to it, um, which is a shame, really, because um, it, it, I should have enjoyed it because apparently a lot of other people did. I don't You'll know. love it, Ross. I'll give it a whirl. I'm only I'm just being balanced for you, Ross. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm yeah. like the devil on your shoulder saying, nah, it's a bit shit. Greg Gage is on the other shoulder going, it's the best film ever made or fourth best film ever made. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing film with shit bits, but amazing. <laughs> I'll give it a watch. I'll, I'll give you that. Okay. Are you writing stuff down? So at the end, I can do a recap. Oh, okay, good job. Gage is number three. Oh, I nearly just said it. Clues. <laughs> okay. Uh, other than the main character, no other character has a name. There is loner leader, hotel manager, the limping man, nosebleed woman, to name a few. Next clue. <laughs> I thought that'd be an interesting one. So, something rings a bell here. I, I, yeah, I same. Yeah. The film was shot using only natural light and no actors wore makeup. Interesting, isn't it? Fact number three. <laughs> the main actor, I won't name him yet, gained £40 for his role. The main actor who gained £40 was Colin Farrell. Um, uh... <laughs> Um, a lobster. Yeah. Right. right okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got there. I was about to implode. I've, I've, ne- seen it. I've never seen it. <laughs> My aim was just to pick many films neither of you had seen. <laughs> well, yeah, you're doing well. You're doing well. Oh, I've seen three billboards, three billboards though. Right. So, I, 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 I walked in on Charlotte watching the last five minutes of this. She'd watched all of it and I walked in at the last five minutes. Yeah. And all I saw was Colin Farrell about to stab himself in the eye and fighting himself to not do it or something. Is that right? Spoilers. Yeah. Can you try and explain the rest of the film to me? Oh, oh can I? <laughs> because it, it, I, I don't get it. Yeah, you won't after this either. No. So <laughs> the film follows Colin Farrell, who's called David. Um, it's in like a weird dystopian future where you're not allowed to be single. Uh, population's gone reversed. They need babies. So as soon as you get divorced or break up, you get forced to this hotel, kind of like the new pandemic hotels, actually. And you get given 40 days to find a, a partner. If you don't, you get turned into an animal of your choice. 
Fucking brilliant. <laughs> and well, Colin Farrell's animal is a lobster. So two questions there. First of all, why does Colin Farrell choose a lobster? Second question, what would you choose? <laughs> you never find out. Oh, no. Yeah, you do. He picks it because they don't die. Well, they do. Unless killed, but they don't actually die of old age. Do they not? Nah. And then, a fact? According to the film, it's Lobsters a fact. Lobsters are immortal. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like elves. Yeah. I think they live a long time. I don't think they're immortal. Let's go, Google, Google it, Ross. I, I mean, I might be wrong. Obviously, on the video, just, on the video one, there'll be like facts coming up here telling us that we're wrong. But I'm just, I'm um, just going by the film, so I don't know. Wouldn't there be too? Wouldn't there be too many lobsters if they were immortal? Apparently, they get fished so much, it, it doesn't matter. But um, if they, if they've always been immortal. Then, oh no! Before we fished them, they'd have taken over the world. <laughs> Our lobsters are immortal. But he get he gets mocked about it in the film because they go, "Why would you want to live forever when you're you're lonely?" As a lobster, and, um, and, and are you forced to are you forced to have babies as the animal? Oh no! They just throw you away. So there's two <laughs> things here, right? First one, the sources, the BBC. And it's Lob- from an article th- called... Lobster Thermidor sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called The Animals and Plants That Can Live Forever. And it says, the lobster's longevity may be connected to the behaviour of the DNA. The long chromosomes in animal cells have special tips on their ends called telomeres that help protect the DNA. In other words, American lobster cells apparently don't age in a normal way, making the lobsters biologically immortal. Right? BBC, credible? Probably not. Um, Wikipedia below it. Biological, um, biological, um, fuck me. You know, biological do, immortality. We're not, we're, not, we're not asking you to do the intro, Ross. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, lobsters are not immortal. Eventually, the lobster will die from exhaustion during a molt. Older lobsters are also known to stop molting, which means that the shell will eventually become damaged, infected, or fall apart, and they die. The director of this film should have read that. Yeah, see, it sounds like bollocks, Gage. I don't, I don't think they are immortal. <laughs> they're close. They're close to immortal. They actually die. They, they actually die an exhausting death. So it's probably better to get eaten, to be honest. No, all, all, all the, all the, all the sort of articles that say like, yeah, they can live forever. Like lobsters. The, for example, the Daily Telegraph. Lobsters may be the key to immortality. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently, they are using. They're trying to use their cells for us or something. But Why like, would we want to be immortal? The world would be fucking do. long gone if we were. Honestly, we, we, like the world will be gone if we if we did if we don't die, we're not going to have anywhere to live anyway because we just fuck it wherever we go. <laughs> I feel like I've triggered you with it. You probably shouldn't watch this film because <laughs> we are we're, we are a virus, aren't we? We're just a big virus that spreads and destroys. It's out of control. If we were immortal. Like we, we fucking we won't have what, what, yeah that's not that's why it. Thanos was the good guy. No, he wasn't the good guy, Gage. Thanos, Thanos was a cock as well. No, he was the good guy. He wanted to half population, save the planet. No, his theory, his theory was sound. It's just the execution wasn't great. True. <laughs> I was going to ask you so many questions about about the about the lobster film, and I've, they've all gone out of my mind now because because of uh, us taking over the world. Well, I shall go on. Go on. <laughs> 
he uh, he goes to the hotel with his brother, who's a dog. <laughs> okay. Um, he's already he's already been turned into a dog. Yeah. So he went over the thirty days and got turned into a dog. Yeah. Right. Okay. In this hotel, it's like, um, what's the word? Like uh, proper biased about why you should like be with someone. Like they they just enforce it on people. They have to go and sit in seminars for like eight hours a day, saying you have to meet someone and it has to be due to one similar thing. Um, so for example, one girl, nose bleeding woman. Um, a, a guy really fancies her who's called Limping Man. He has a limp. She has a nose. She has not chronic nosebleeds. So he keeps slamming his face into walls and tables. So he gets nosebleeds too. And that makes her think, oh, we must be compatible then. And then they get together be- because she thinks he gets chronic nosebleeds. I mean, they must have had very little in common if that's the length. <laughs> Surely you can find something. Have you ever seen Coronation Street? Yeah, <laughs> Coronation Street, right? That'll fucking do. Have you heard of the Beatles? Have you ever had a pot noodle? Yeah, <laughs> sweet. That's that's literally what they're all tricked to believe. There's um... have, you ever, have you ever have you ever popped and couldn't stop? Right, we're on. <laughs> there's a Colin Farrell's character is close to the edge, like he's, he's losing his time, and there's another woman who's also nearly hitting the forty day mark, who's like. Um, I forgot what her character name is, but she has like no emotions. He pretends to have no emotions so that she'll date him. So to test him, she kills his dog, who's his brother. And then he doesn't react just so he can trick her to thinking he has no emotions. Mm-hmm. Complex. Um, she then realizes he's lying and he's about to get turned into a lobster, but he gets saved, leaves the hotel. And it turns out there's a pack of loners who are these single people who escaped from the hotel and now pretty much do the same thing but as a bunch of campers but now they're not allowed to be with people so they're like the rebels they're like the outcasts yeah but they've gone too far the other way their leader stops them from dating they're like hyper single yeah (laughs) and the film follows colin farrell who ends up falling for what's she called like short short blinded woman or something (laughs) and she she has a Saw sight. Um, they fall for each other. This makes absolutely fucking no sense at all. <laughs> it makes like, good when you watch it either. You go to this hotel, yeah, and it, the hotel is full of people who, you know, presumably would rather not be turned into an animal. Um, so you would go well out of your way. It wouldn't be hard, would it, to go into a hotel full of people who need to find somebody to be with, and you'd be like, it'd be easy. Anyone could be with anyone. I think the idea is they're all in there because they're weirdos. That's well, why they're, they're single. All, they've all got that in common. Yeah. <laughs> Problem um, solved. Like a guy <laughs> pretending to get nosebleeds by slamming his face into walls when his girlfriend isn't looking. This is one of your rejects. This is one of your, this is your <laughs> favorite film of all time, isn't it? Yeah. If you, if you watch it, you'll know why. It's one of those films that's like so weird. It works. You're giving this some belters to watch here. Um... <laughs> but yeah, pretty much it. This uh without spoiling it, even though you're probably not gonna watch it anyway. Oh, I am. Um, the loners. So if you don't find someone in the hotel, you get turned into an animal. If you're caught in this loner camp dating someone, they mutilate you. How well I call them off. Yeah. I'd rather be or, a fucking lobster. Or blinding <laughs> someone, for example, which is what leads to what Sai saw at the end. Yeah. What animal would you be? 
<laughs> I would be a megalodon. That's not that's not a real animal. <laughs> it is, just not now. You can't be a megalodon. <laughs> so I, I, so I, I can't be a diplodocus then? No. Oh, damn. I would be a dolphin. Why? Because you can fuck your mates in the in the in blowhole. Because <laughs> it's just a they... cobbler. You can do that anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I like you don't need ocean. to be a dolphin to fuck a blowhole. <laughs> <laughs> don't. That's not the title. <laughs> <laughs> that is the title. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I can see straight away your eyes lit up then. Ding! <laughs> We've got one. What would you be, Ross? Uh, I, I, I was thinking I'd be some sort of like eagle. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, mm. I'd, I'd, I'd certainly be something that can fly. Yeah, sort of bird. And then you're thinking, well, what birds do I have many natural predators? Um, I'd probably be like a an eagle, yeah, or a condor. No, I'd be an eagle. You can't be a condor. You can't be an eagle. Why? Well, you can be a fucking megalodon. megalodon. (laughs) (laughs) Eagles don't exist. (laughs) Uh, They're immortal, apparently. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's why they're on the American coins. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, yeah, yeah. I'd probably be like, uh, I'm trying to think of something that's, you know, that can survive relatively easily. The correct answer would be, I won't be any animal because I'll find love within 40 days. Oh, yeah, piece of piss. But, you know, let's say you can't. Let's say you can't, like, no matter how hard you bang your head, your nose won't bleed. And what are you going to do? <laughs> John C. Riley's in it. Is he? He's called the Lisping Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Ross unimpressed. <laughs> what would you be, Si? Oh, uh, I, I should have been thinking about that, shouldn't I? Um, so I can't, I, I can't be. Uh, all I'm thinking of is Jurassic Park now, but um, I don't know. I'd, I'd want to be a dog, I think. A dog? Yeah. But then you're just someone's pet. Yeah. A stray dog or a. Why don't dog? any of you want to fly? After you said it, I regretted my choice, but I can't go back. But but I'm I could, already a dolphin. I, I could also. My, my my mind my mind went straight to what would I like to do that an animal can do. And I can't lick your own balls flying. That's what I thought. Breathe underwater. I can lick my own balls. True. I can do that anyway. I wouldn't need to go out ever. Is that your aspiration? (laughs) That's why I'm getting these two ribs removed. (laughs) Or or do you get your. (laughs) No, maybe I'll abandon that one. (laughs) Do you get your dog to lick your balls and you want to know what it's like to be on the other end of it? Well, I want to return the favour, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I mean, I, I, a good, a good dog. <laughs> you know, like a, I don't know, the best dog. I, like you know, what uh, one that's, I don't know, like a boxer or something. <laughs> okay. Your guys' choices are really flawed, honestly. I think if you were both left in charge of writing films on Netflix, it would look exactly as it looks to this day. <laughs> I think you're just biased. Why is flying not as good as breathing underwater? Oh, I never said that. I just think that um, you can do things to breathe underwater already. Like if you were, th- I mean, how many times have you been diving? You could Three also times. you could also put a dog on a plane. <laughs> 
Like if, you, just... if, if you were that if you were that keen on it, you'd be you'd be diving all the time and actually doing stuff that allows you to breathe underwater. You cannot fly, not like a bird. I would just befriend an eagle who could carry me as a dolphin. You're not fucking Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just call upon the eagles at will. Should, should I, well, also you wouldn't be able to breathe, would you? Dolphins could breathe out of water a little bit. <laughs> well, when they come out and go back in again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you're dead five minutes into the flight to Malaga. I know, I know what you're getting at, Gage. And if we ever end up in this hotel and it goes tits up for us, you are We're... not riding on my back. <laughs> no, I'll be riding you. So neither of us. I was going to say animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying, but I just can't get Ross pregnant. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, uh, in this hotel, masturbation's illegal but you can call the um, cleaner to pleasure you. Sounds like a fucking great crack, this hotel, honestly. There's a travel lodge in Barrow that works very similarly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know, like if you go to the McDonald's on the head on the head row and you ask for a McGangbang, you'll get one of those, you know, special. Well, if, if, if you go to the travel lodge in Barrow, and I won't say the password because it's a bit exclusive, but basically means it's... Instead of getting cold croissants on a plate, you get hand job from the cleaner <laughs> in the morning. That is this film. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Ross is going to spend the next nine hours just watching my top five. <laughs> if you if you ask for an umbongo with no straw, you get a thumb up the ass. Umbongo? <laughs> drink it in the Congo. Yeah, you, you haven't convinced me. I still don't want to watch it. <laughs> it's what I feel like you've got to watch it just because of how weird it is, though. Yeah. What's it got on IMDb? Like an eight? I don't know. I don't, I don't look at stuff like that. Oh. <laughs> but I, I, I remember I remember coming down and seeing the last five minutes, and I, I just kind of said to Charlotte, "What what was that about?" And she just went, "I don't know." Yeah, I still don't know. No. <laughs> and the director's so, the never like, said it, what it's about. It. Yeah, I yeah. loved it, but I think that's another one where I'm biased as well because that was the first film I watched in that old school Hyde Park cinema. Do you see anybody turned into an animal? Uh, they go into like a, a room and you just hear the noises and then hear them come out. So they don't let the animals free? Yes, they do. Is there a swimming pool in that room? No. So how could you be turned into a dolphin? No, like they let you go, I think. Yeah, but a dolphin can't just walk down the street. Oh, they'll have to take you somewhere, wouldn't they? Right, okay. <laughs> they, must have, they must have some infrastructure. Like They'll be like... They were like, I want to be a tiger. No, you can't be a tiger. All of the trucks that carry the tigers have gone. They're out. You're going to have to be something else. I think if I remember, there's one point. You hear someone go in, they make loads of noises, and then you just see the cleaner bringing out a, a horse. Is the cleaner wanking the horse off? Maybe. <laughs> I suppose they could, they could, they could, like in the swim bass, they could have like a, a slide that goes out, you know, those slides that go out the house. All the way to the ocean. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. That would be amazing if they just had like, uh, you know, if, if I wasn't in that hotel, but I knew about it, and they had a slide that just ejected the animals. Yeah. I could quite happily just sit in front of that slide all day and just think, what the fuck's coming out of there next? <laughs> You're too busy being forced to sit in a propaganda room. They don't let you outside, mate. Oh, they don't let you out? They do, but only if you're doing activities to find a similar similarity with someone else. No, I mean, if you're an animal. Oh, if you're an animal, yeah. 
So yeah, you're, you're, think, you're thinking of being an eagle sat on top of the slip and slide, aren't you? No, I'm thinking about being just, just a normal person. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not single. Yeah, I'm in a relationship. I'm not in this hotel. I know the hotel exists, and I know that the people in there are turning, choosing to turn into animals if they can't. Um, so you could, you're just going to sit there with binoculars and watch them get thrown yeah. out of the house. Yeah, I'm just going to sit there and be like, "What's next, uh, gorilla?" Oh, no, it, was a, <laughs> it was a, it was a, um, like a weird generation world. game. <laughs> yeah, it like, turns out like, that's a, the sequel. a ladybird comes out. It's like who chose a ladybird? That's a bit weird. What's next? You know, and just have a bit of a, have a bit of a guess. A ladybird could fly. A ladybird would be a good one. Yeah, they don't last very long though. That's <laughs> And they're not that they're not they're not they're not that intelligent either, really. <laughs> right, okay. Sorry. What do you think I am some kind of prick? <laughs> <laughs> what if you could promise they promised you to be the cleverest ladybird that's ever I don't want to, I've got no interest in being a ladybird. <laughs> okay. right. I, I want to be an eagle. All right. Is this I'll, what I'll... it'd be like in the hotel? They'd be like, uh... <laughs> You Why have to say what you're going to be. Well, I want to be able to fly. Okay, well, let's go through all of the flights. Let's go through all of the alternatives and see if see if anything else seems more appealing to him. You have Would to say like... what you're going to be on arrival. Yeah. Yeah. How do they do it? They just force you to the hotel. You're right. You fill out a survey. No, I mean, then... how do they turn you into an animal? <laughs> oh, they just take. <laughs> I, I, I can grasp how they get you to a hotel. <laughs> they probably they probably just didn't have the budget to show that. Call a taxi. You just see a room. Some sort of just a, like a death ray. <laughs> and then you just turn into whatever. Like a microwave. Why would you be a microwave? That's not an animal. <laughs> you could be a grem you could be a gremlin and get and then get exploded in a microwave. Well, yeah, be a gremlin, that's you, not an animal. <laughs> how do you see a five minute shot of someone stabbing themselves in the eye and you, you remember the name of the film three years later? I rem- I remember shit. I remember shit, but I I, 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 rem- I remember thinking, I don't want to watch the rest of that film. He's on a never-ending quest to be a boxer dog. <laughs> <laughs> I will never rest. <laughs> I will oh, live to lick balls. I can comfortably say Ross will watch that, Simon won't. Yeah, I'm quite intrigued by it, I must say. It sounds fascinating, and I, I, I think you've probably done a better job of explaining it than other people have. But you've... You've confirmed that I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I think I may have ruined it by explaining it. I feel um, like it's even better if you have no idea what's going on. Potentially. What, would the, what would the worst thing be? Let's say that you, you accidentally said the totally wrong thing. <laughs> or someone someone fudged your papers on the way in and that, actually made you something that you didn't want to be. A slug. Dung beetle. Yeah. Slug, slug. dung beetle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a dung beetle. Imagine that your whole life is just pushing poo. Yeah, but they love it. But, yeah, but I wouldn't love it. It's still my brain. Yeah, well, you've got a bit it's, of a thing about poo, haven't you? There's a, there's oh. the... <laughs> <laughs> the only time I hear from Ross on Facebook is laughing at my situation. Has that got any better? I'm in an office now, so it's a bit more private. <laughs> oh, so you, so you have poos outside now? Well, not outside the office. No, but you have a poo in other places other than your own toilet. <laughs> yeah. <That's good. laughs> there's a field out the back, you can go there. There's only in my in my eyes, there's only one thing worse than living the rest of your life as a lobster, and that's not being able to poo outside of your own bathroom. You're gonna trigger many viewers because I think they're with me on this one. <laughs> Shitophobia is wide. <laughs> is that fear of wide shit? <laughs> 
<laughs> Next time on the Simon and Ross podcast. So he refused, he, he like argued with them about that ending, refused to be in the second and third one. So they just did plastic surgery on some guy. Well, like fake. Gave him a fake face to look make, like. Make, makeup, not plastic surgery. <laughs> two yeah. very, two yeah. very different things. Actually went under the knife. <laughs>